Hello, guys. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Kind Regards Podcast, episode two, guys. Yes, we're Come back. On. And here we have our lovely CEO. Hey, girls. Yes. Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> and HOC. Um, yeah, I mean, listen to our first episode so you can find out a bit more about what that actually means. Or what those acronyms stand for. I mean, you know, get involved, guys. But yeah, in case you missed our first episode, um, we basically touched on, um, ex- essentially, we explored email signatures. Mm-hmm. And sign-offs. And sign-offs. And essentially how to express yourself passive-aggressively <laughs> using those wonderful <laughs> sign-offs. So anything from kind regards, like our namesake, yes. to regards, to thanks. Many to thanks. best wishes, many thanks. Exactly. But if you want to know a bit more about that, um, yeah, definitely just uh, drop, check, out. check it out. Yeah. First episode, kind regards. Have a listen. Have a gander. <laughs> Why not? Why not? So let's get this show on the road. So what's the subject line for today's CEO? So the subject line for today's podcast is cultural blind spots in the workplace. And I bet you're wondering what that means, are you? Yes. yes. <laughs> so have you ever wanted to discuss something in the workplace that you feel is relevant and a large part of our culture, black culture, that is. And you're just kind of hit with that blank dead stare. <laughs> yeah. Is that something that happens all the time? Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. it happens to me and, and, all and, the time. And the thing is, I think sometimes it's not even just like, like, like to, to, to call it black culture. I think it's a part of our world, mm-hmm. you know, and our world is, is as it stands, the area that you live in or, or whatever. And I think we you, you just assume that everyone's kind of in tune with that yeah so you do, and then, you then, do. then you say something and you're like oh no just me there <laughs> raise okay. hands no 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 hands raised okay oh, okay then. <laughs> cool. cool no that makes that makes perfect sense so when has that happened to you so a scenario that happened to me last year actually at the christmas party the oh, Christmas parties <laughs> that's another podcast that's even another that for another time go for it okay. sorry so, you know, you have those quizzes and questions mm. and it's kind of, that's how you get a conversation going at a Christmas party. Yeah. So the question was, if you had to have two celebrities at your dinner table mm-hmm. for the night, who would that be? So guess what <laughs> happened? <laughs> who did you say? <laughs> it's not a bad person. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. Um, Everyone went around, said their answers. I was like, okay, okay, yeah, the obligatory, you know, you've got the Elton Johns, you've got the Madonnas, you've got the Bon Jovis. Yeah, so I decided at that time, a seat at the table was the album. The album. (laughs) If you haven't listened to it, guys, you're missing out, you're missing out. (laughs) And I absolutely love that album. So I said, of course, Solange. And guess what was the response? Crickets. Crickets. I mean, can we put that sound effect in? I mean, because I feel like that would be dope. I'll have a look and see if I can find a cricket sound effect. (laughs) Yeah, crickets. It was silence. It was like I had mentioned a foreign name. Wow. I didn't understand how Solange was not really somebody they knew of. But then I can see she's on the cusp. She's on the cusp. But this is the part where I kind of, you know, when you think back at situations, you know, like, why why because i had to devalue her to just explain who she was what did you as say? beyonce's sister no and then they were like oh, oh she even wrote a song about not I being have, called I just beyonce's sister. sister she has a sister 
oh yeah Beyonce's sister because everybody knows Beyonce of course oh Queen gosh B. so yeah in that moment I thought back on it and I was like why do I have to reduce her to just Beyonce's sister she has done a lot in her own right quite a lot and yeah, that album definitely. is amazing it won a Grammy it's phenomenal so surely she should be she should be somebody that people have heard of i would think yeah but this is it's just not the way it works like it, it genuinely is not the way it works like i think for us there are things that are just so prominent in our cultures and mm-hmm. um whether it's um you know kind of black british culture or black american culture um or rather african-american culture it's it for us it's it's synonymous and it makes sense but for other people yeah, who are not that bit. you know i.e you know white culture it's just, it's just not that at all. And I, I think you get this kind of, you basically get an insight into the fact that your worlds are so different through the things that yeah, you Yeah, you definitely feel like, and the things am you I living to. in the same world as you? Because I'm sure we have the same TV this channels. This is it, but at the same time, the same you know music. Bon Jovi and you could probably name a couple songs and, mm-hmm. you know, the Aerosmiths and the Madonnas and, you know, and the Elton Johns. We know all that. Yeah, They yeah. don't know us. And I think that is the issue is that that crossover um it just doesn't happen like they are so comfortable being ignorant like they're so comfortable like not knowing at all because for them their position is like the right position it's it's at the top and it's it's the most consumed right Mm -hmm. um whereas ours are always like you know we're the minority groups or you know the niche groups or whatever yeah that's what we're we're bracketed bracketed into is a niche this is it and and and, and also they group all the minorities together so everything Mm -hmm. to do with this kind of falls together and you're just like well actually no because you know like in 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 africa they've got their own music scenes and depending on the country it's popping now. Listen, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Listen, is, it's it always popping. has been from Bella to like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, come on. You know, so depending on what country you're from, you have your own, you know, like whichever African country you're from, you've got your own kind of identity in terms of the music or in terms of the films you watch and, and so on. Yeah. And the things that you relate to with British culture as well is it's the same. And I just think they just don't seem to to kind of care to tap into that. Whereas we don't have a choice. Yeah, we don't you know? have a choice. We like, have to consume it. This is it. Like, <laughs> we have from to. like, you know, what we're taught in school to, you know, to, do, do you know what I mean? Like the history that we learn. Yeah. If we do hear something about, you know, white culture, it's usually like from a, from a position of um, pioneering or, you know, they discovered things and they explored and, and they took chances and they were brave and war heroes and so on. You never hear about, you mm-hmm. know, the atrocities that definitely took place, you yeah. know, and that they basically led. And there are still very visible, you know, kind of, consequences to that as well and when you hear about black culture you only hear about it through submission and you only hear about slavery you only hear about the drugs and the knife crime and and all of this Mm -hmm. stuff you don't hear about the grafting you don't hear about but i've noticed in films they're starting to not make that slavery movie (laughs) yes and no but i mean 12 years a slave only just it's only what a few years old i know you know but before it was like a slave movie i remember it was i think it was between 2013 mm-hmm. to 15 there was literally a slave movie every no. year <laughs> but the thing is if it's not sla- if it's not a slave movie it's the the aftermath of slavery mm-hmm. that's what yeah, you that's see true. you that's don't true. just get you know oh you know black man meets black girl you know i mean for god's sake like you know how many bridget jones diaries to you know to love actually like we've seen that you know white guy meets white girl all the time like Mm. constantly there's at least like five to (laughs) twenty that happen every year you know we've seen it they're allowed to do it but for us it's not and then you know the, the the art that we then create is then you know somewhat devalued or seen as like other 
like mm-hmm. or the, taken on as their own oh don't even appropriation <laughs> is another subject babes it's, subject. it's too much for this this it's, topic isn't we're it? gonna be here all day guys I th- I, we need yeah definitely that's appropriation for another day guys for another day <laughs> stay tuned um but no but it's like it reminds me of um during the lead up to black panther mm. when that movie was coming out i remember i was at work and i was so excited and i was telling everybody guys you know black panther black panther and they're all like oh what's that and i said come uh, on the what's that is what is what really like pains your soul it's like, <laughs> really this isn't like a niche marvel this is marvel like come on guys he, you went to go and spend your coin on iron man and thor <laughs> twice twice no 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 i'm not really a fan no. of iron man or thor. i mean it's rubbish <laughs> he's just a bloody narcissist but like, i do like the avengers i must say i do like the avengers and, and that's fine and that's cool and that's cool but, but, but and but, x-men x-men and avengers but it's the thing it's like you went to go Top and spend two. your money on thor twice yeah just to see this blonde man flying around with a with a, with a bloody hammer like you know but Black Panther, and it's not like they just discovered him. They, you know, they just made up the character. He's been in the. There's comic books. There's all sorts. There's He's part of the Marvel universe. Listen, listen. He's part of so the for universe. me, I thought to myself, why is it that you don't seem to know about this film? And I realized when you look at a poster and an advert for it, it's just black. Yes. You see the black faces. Black brilliance. You see, black listen, excellence. You see Chadwick. <laughs> you see the Peter. You see, you're seeing all of this. You know, you're seeing black, and for them, they're like they they're literally blind. They don't even see it. They don't even see it like it's literally a blur on a wall. Mm. They're not even registering. They're not stopping to see that at all. It doesn't click to them. And that is so fascinating to me. Like when it literally when it, when it came out, I went to a private screening um, for Black Girl Tech. Hold tight, Black Girl Tech. Shout out, <laughs> shout out. Um, yeah, and I you know, went to a screening with them. And I remember like coming back to work and saying, oh yeah, sorry. And they're like, oh, so was it good? It was amazing. Even if it wasn't good, I would have said it was good anyway. And I would have made them go and spend their money. You know, and then got, some of them were like, oh, well, I'm going to go and see it now that you said so. Or rather, it's a bloody amazing film. It's yes. Marvel. Look at the trailers. But no, because all the other ones, all the other, mar- you know, all of the other... Um, other Marvel movies, they've gone and looked at the, they've been, they've been following the trailers online on YouTube, going on the trailers. Eh? But Black Panther, nothing. Silence, cricket. And it's the same, <laughs> Get Out. Get Out was then nominated, right, for several Oscars. Yeah. I think it, it did actually win one, didn't it? It, yes. it, it won yes. one uh, screenplay. I think it, it won, did. Yeah. It did. Best original screenplay. <laughs> it was just, it was just beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. But yeah, Daniel Kalia, British, you know, you know, British black actor. Mm-hmm. nominated for best male he's actor. a really good actor he's, he's a, phenomenal he's a really good actor ask any of my work colleagues if they've seen get out <laughs> it made me laugh why 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 i couldn't even discuss because get out the at poster work. was a black man mm. and even the cinemas that it was being shown in were like these far-off cinemas you weren't seeing it in all of them even black panther yeah, when it was I went to limited some of the... release it exactly. was limited release and when i, I do to, went to see when i went to see black panther when i went to some of the big cinemas Right? Mm. You, I'm expecting to see like these big like cardboard cutouts, all of this stuff so I can take pictures like I'm seeing in America, right? You're not seeing that yeah, here in the UK. There was hardly anything. You're not seeing there was that. hardly anything. It's us that created the noise, created the buzz. This is it. Shout out Black Twitter. It you grossed know? now one billion. So. In 26 <laughs> days, it grossed over one billion. Yeah. Come on. So. And you're telling me small change. You're telling me black representation does not actually sell. Come on. Please be quiet. We are out here. We're starving to see our own people. We want to see our own people. And you, in an office, you then want to turn around and go, what's that? No, what's that? No, what's that? That's what kills it. But the the thing is, okay, so bringing it all the way back home. So the UK has a huge, like I'd probably say London has a huge theatre culture, right? Yeah. So the arts and, and so on. Even when it comes to that, two major plays that were showing in the national, 
Barbershop Chronicles and Amadeus. Ooh, so Barbershop Chronicles Barbershop was... Chronicles. <laughs> I didn't mind choosing the one you're discussed now, but Barbershop Chronicles... So loved it. <laughs> it was amazing. And the few black people that I did see, when they, start to, when they started to touch on, you know, the issues in South Africa, they started getting a bit uncomfortable. And I thought to myself, but guys, this is also your history. Yeah. You want to hear about when you guys were it was a victorious. Bit of, in yeah. The, in the, in the, you want to hear about when you were victorious <laughs> and, gasp. you know, you want to hold up Winston Churchill, clap for yourself. Mm-hmm. But... You don't want to hear the truth about the atrocities, about the racism, about the, the things that we have had to endure as black people. That is also our culture. And you never want to, you never want to face it. This thing that is in your precious national theater. You know, Amadeus was absolutely phenomenal. You know, the head, Lucian uh, Samati, I believe, I hope I got that right. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he's, he's an amazing, amazing actor. Oh, I didn't get a chance you to know. see it. Oh my gosh. Like, he, you know, he was absolutely phenomenal. You know, and it's just like, he was on the poster. Mm. So, I mean, I'm not surprised if you guys didn't want to go and, and go and see it. And when I talk about it, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, I've gone to see Cats and I've gone to see Chicago. <laughs> oh, have, you seen, have you seen Kinky Boots? And I'm just like, oh, this means nothing to me. Have you seen Amadeus? Oh, oh no. Is that, is that niche? No, it's in the National Theatre. What's that? On. <laughs> the general response. What's that? Like, no, the thing is, they know the National Theatre. They know it. But they oh, they're the like, oh, it's on at the National. Oh, yes. I went to see the ballet. Oh, it was wonderful. But when I talk about something that on the front cover of it, on the poster, the lead isn't somebody that looks like you, it doesn't relate to you. And then you don't seem to understand when we absolutely love when there is a lead that looks like us. You don't seem to get that power, despite the fact that they reject things based on the fact that it doesn't relate to them. It's quite sad. And in the workplace, Mm. I feel like... I feel like you're in this like little hot pot yeah. <laughs> where you're constantly having to, I guess, walk on eggshells to not release too much about who you are. You you're know? having to make that small talk, but oh. not actually on topics that you're interested in. I mean, I hate small That's talk. That's why you know? I hate small talk. I hate small talk. Because I'm like, like, where is this conversation <laughs> leading? I don't really have an interest in what you're talking about. And, and I learning. also, yeah, I'm not learning anything. It's general talk that's not really relevant to anything. I, uh, small talk is another, 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 another podcast because just, I cannot, so I cannot, but I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> As Jocelyn says from Love and Hip Hop. Um, but yeah, it's like at the workplace, you kind of have to kind of follow the line of what is the conversational topics that you should be discussing. Yeah. You can't really be like, oh, I went to see an amazing play in the theatre. Oh, I went to the film. To, uh, sorry, I went to the cinema to see this amazing film. I, I listened to this amazing album by one of the top leading black artists in the world. Yeah. Because they'll just look at you like, what's that? It doesn't mean anything <laughs> to me. You're just yeah. like, sorry, um, I said take that. I didn't. So who's that you're talking about? No? Do you know Abba? Do you know? No? Okay. But no, like, and, and the thing is, I feel like it kind of strips away elements of ourselves like I do understand the need to kind of protect yourselves in the workplace and wear masks and so on mm. and I feel that a lot of black people do that you know yeah. we, we we definitely do that you know but it's it is frustrating and it can be so tiring as well it can be a bit isolating as well don't you think definitely because you're kind definitely. of not able to just really like 
just 100%. Be yourself. Be, be yourself. Yeah, be yourself. Like, I mean, it's bad enough that, you know, as a woman, as a black woman, you're, you're thinking about your hair. You're thinking about like your body shape. You're thinking about yeah. your skin. You're thinking about all these different things. You're then like, oh, well, I can't talk about what I did this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you do this weekend? I, well... went, to, I went to this concert to see like Chance the Rapper. You're like, Chance the who? Is Chance is, is Chance the rapper. <laughs> say the whole thing. You say the whole, you know, and you're just actually no, I forget it. You won't know. It's okay, you know. And and it's just very interesting. But what what I think is the most frustrating thing is if you are brave enough to kind of mention those things, mm. you never get um an inquisition. You never get someone actually trying to understand what that is. Yeah. They just kind of go, oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what, what that do is. They do? Like, oh, you what know, happened? as opposed to like, oh, play me a song or, oh, what yeah. does that like sound like? Or what kind of things are they talking about? Or what was the, what was that play about? Or where's it showing? How mm. much are tickets? And to genuinely show an interest as in like, I may check this out or this sounds like it might be right up my street. Because the reality is, is that music, any type of artistry, it's, it's exploring issues of society and of the world, right? It's reflecting it back, mm. you know, and these people live in the world. So... Why wouldn't you want to understand the different facets of it? Again, so essentially, yeah, white people are comfortable in their ignorance of essentially not knowing and not having to know. Um, whereas I feel that black people are not necessarily afforded that choice. Yeah, we you don't know? have that choice. We, we need have, to know. We Exactly. It's kind of, they look at you oddly if you don't know. The, but this is the, but that's like, the you know, expression I get when I say something that the, you don't know. So ex- exactly. what's but, going on here? But, but for them, it's it's the norm. It's the status quo, right? If you're in an interview, if you're trying to relate to your boss, if you're trying to, you know, trying to get in good with somebody, you know, trying to make small talk in a lift, you, you're in the lift with a CEO or something, and you're just like, oh, you know, God, what, do, what do I want to say? You know, yeah. you, know you, you start thinking about, okay, what can I say about cats? White people like cats, right? They like dogs. Okay, what cool. can I say if I had a drink at the pub? You know? Exactly, you know, but, you know, for me, I don't drink. I don't mm. particularly care for animals to have as a pet, you know. Okay, so that, that's a lot of small talk out the window right yeah. there. I, I don't, don't have, really drink either, to be honest. I don't so. have children. <laughs> There's my small talk too. It's gone. Mm. That subject's gone as well. I mean, I look out the window. Yes, it's raining. I mean, I feel like that summarizes that whole, <laughs> oh, the weather's really bad. You know, and then, you know, then I have nothing. Like, do you know what I mean? I've got but Can nothing. I just say the weather is quite bad? It, it is. <laughs> can I just say that? How could we have springtime for two days? No, it wasn't two days. It was one it day. Was one day. <laughs> it was one day. One day. And then it went back to raining and then it went back to cold. Why? Tell me why I UK does this to us. You're why? in the UK. Why are you having expectations? <laughs> it's true. Why? It's true. Huh? And do you know what? It's funny because I always get... Uh, this is sidetracked. I don't know why we're talking about this, but we're <laughs> going to talk cool. about it. Why is it that I always get surprised by the weather? I've lived in this country my whole life, but I always get surprised that it's cold. Do you know why? And then I complain. Because I'm, deep down... You still have the memories of the motherland inside of you. You're <laughs> like, surely this cannot be it. <laughs> My parents did not leave the wonderful sunshine, all that vitamin D and all that, mm, that nice glistening glorious sun. sun coming into your oh, body gosh. for this. Oh, it's very depressing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, just let's just kind of bring it back again. Yes. Sorry, weather chat, weather chat. <laughs> It's all small that small talk. talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, but just, just to kind of wrap things up, um, essentially, you know, to all those black people out there who kind of struggle to wear two masks and, mm-hmm. and you know, and kind of feel a bit isolated or 
alone in their workplaces because they can't kind of share their identity with their co-workers or their white co-workers you know you guys you're not alone yeah definitely um i still say you know try and go against the grain and slip in you know a bit of young thug you know (laughs) maybe let your maybe let your phone play out by accident you know be like oh sorry i forgot to put in my headphone jack and you know know what that happened to me in a museum can you imagine (laughs) what were you playing what were you playing (laughs) i was playing travis scott birds in the trap i mean that's not that bad that's Uh, not that bad at least it wasn't on the swearing part all I heard was, oh my gosh, I thought I had my headphones in. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, the music was playing. The room all turned and looked at me. And I was just like, Jesus. <laughs> hey, Jesus. How? How did this happen? No, I did it in my workplace with um, Kanye and Jay-Z's niggas in Paris. Oh! And I was like... <laughs> I was just like, I mean, well, here you go, guys. I mean, you know I'm black. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm black, yeah. okay? What I part was it, though? <laughs> but so hard, motherfuckers won't fuck oh, me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, so yeah, you guys, you're not alone. Like, there are a lot of us out there who, you know, feel that we have to kind of curb ourselves. And, and a lot of time it's for, for, for our own protection. Yeah. So, you know, be mindful about who you share, share elements of yourself with because people do judge um people do kind of you know draw assumptions and so on about your character mm-hmm. um and sometimes you just want to kind of give that neutral element in the workplace so no one ain't mad at you if you, <laughs> if you you know if you start being like oh hello yes and and, and be like yeah what up girl <laughs> what that like, in the background <laughs> you know london Britain. <laughs> i'm a lady <laughs> you sound like a little britain now <laughs> no <laughs> but yeah so yeah no one you're not alone so um so yeah just stay strong guys Stay strong. Stay strong. All right. Keep fighting that good fight, you know? So now we're moving on to your BCC emails, which is a part of the podcast that we read out your anonymous, or sometimes you want to put your name, I don't know, workplace scenarios you've sent in to us, and we dissect, essentially. Okay. Um, So we're going to tap into what you guys have sent in. So do you know what, actually? I feel like you guys is a bit too formal I mean, do you think yeah because we're like buddies now. yeah yeah okay maybe we're not like buddies like we're not best buddies <laughs> it's only episode two guys calm down um but yeah i think a bit more than you guys yeah what do you think i think colleagues colleagues yeah let's go for colleagues wonderful so yeah. now aka listeners you're our colleagues you're our colleagues welcome welcome welcome, welcome one and all <laughs> um <laughs> So, (laughs) moving on to what has been sent in by one of our colleagues. So, we've received this anonymous BCC email from one of our colleagues. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to read it out. Go for it. It goes, I'm not too sure what to do. My manager said some really disparaging things about me last week in our catch-up. Like, others need to see that you're working and I think you want an easy life. What? (laughs) But others in my team do not work as hard as me and consistently leave early on time or simply just don't show up. I'm still stuck working until 7pm, sometimes 8pm. I need help. Wow. That's so sad. Like... That is really sad. <laughs> oh, it's, so, it's so frustrating. Like, it's just like a classic case of the old black tax. Like, I know that's black just a tax. very... Yeah, it's a very, like, American... You know, What's kind black of tax? African-American vernacular type term. Mm. But it's essentially like where we have to work as black people, we have to work twice as hard. OK. okay. And with very yep. little reward, you know, essentially. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, I think the general the, the general feeling is that like mediocrity among white people is a lot more acceptable. 
Yes. Whereas black people, we, it's all, we're always told, even from a young age, like, you know, you have to work twice as hard. You have to be cleverer. You have to be smarter. You have to do this. You have to run faster. You have to, what, you have to be the best. You have to be the best. You have to be the best. Mm. There's no sense of like, oh, you can just be. And you can, can just chill. coast. Like, you can just coast. You can, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not one for, you know, I, I hate the idea of, you know, kind of standing still or being mediocre, but, you know, it's a big fear of mine. <laughs> but essentially, yeah. we're not given that kind of luxury at all that leniency and yeah and it, it sounds like oh, from this email anyway it sounds like yeah that you know our colleague is yeah is definitely experiencing that and that's just it's so sad like I think I don't even oh my god it's so it's so, so yeah sad. It's so I know that I've been there myself where I've literally like worked and worked and worked and for somebody to kind of turn around and tell me oh they pick the like the smallest thing you've done yeah and highlight that and completely disregard everything else that you've worked for yeah and it's like sorry what is going on <laughs> that's, that's the thing and I, and I and and you know it's it's a combination of you know um them being threatened of you mm. um sometimes it could be even an age thing you know a young person who's like very ambitious very driven and a slightly mature is person it a bit of thinking, jealousy do you think yeah definitely you know, or, sometimes even fear mm. you know like you know, they, they, they see this person who's working really, really hard, making them look bad because they're not doing as much. So it's easier to kind of put you down, yeah. kind of, you know, ruin and cut down your confidence oh, and gosh. your ability to do your job and your confidence to do your job. Yeah. You know, and that will basically secure their position in their wonderful, wonderful throne of mediocrity. <laughs> and it's 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 quite it's quite frustrating because, you know, young black people, you know, or you know, you're, you're trying to get on. You're trying to make some money. You're trying to do your job, live your make life. Make it in this world. This, this mm-hmm. is it. Like you're trying to make a name for yourself you know positive and 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 have something to show for your hard work and your toil and here comes somebody you know white so they got to be right and just saying like actually you got to do this and it's like the reality is is that no you know if you're busting your ass off you're leaving late all of this stuff it's like no so I think there needs to be yeah some practical advice and and what I would probably advise here yeah is advice we'd give to our colleague I would basically go OTT on <laughs> on 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 basically like a kind of audit trail. Like I will Ooh, put in audit. I will put in like two sets of of one to ones with my manager like every week. Twice a week I'm meeting with you whether it's mm. 15 minutes or half an hour. I'm putting in those recurring meetings, yeah. I'm going to have a full agenda to say I'm going to go through my progress. I'm going to go through my expected tasks to be completed. Yeah. I'm going to go through essentially like create myself like little mini work packages, mm. you know. I'm going to go through all of these things. I'm going to detail them so thoroughly send it to you and essentially say this is what I'll be doing do you have any objections this is what I'm struggling with you know can you can you push you know can you escalate can you you know can you can you sit on this person for me because they're you know they're kind of lagging behind or whatever I'm bringing everything to your table because you seem to think I'm not doing diddly squat I'm Mm. gonna bring it all to you I'm gonna bring it all to you and if you're not cooperating (laughs) with that I'm gonna still bombard you with emails and be like oh I noticed that you didn't accept my meeting however here's a summary of everything I'm doing and here's a summary of everything I've done and here's a summary of all the things that I'm planning to do this week I'll give you an update shortly I'm going to continue to do that because I'm sorry I need to have like a full 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 track record to show you that I'm delivering that's yeah. fantastic I will give because that to you because if you're delivering and it's factual like it's factual exactly. that you are doing the work exactly I don't from looking at the email I don't see how somebody but then I can because we've just explained I mean. me- mediocrity <laughs> and you know but for somebody just to make a flippant comment 
this is it. Like it's your manager, right? Yeah. If I'm not performing and I'm not doing well, you need to pull me into you need to pull me into a meeting. Yeah, there should have been something to give me exactly, said before. Exactly. There should have been Don't something. Don't just give said me before. like this off the cuff comment to basically say that you're not happy with the performance of my work. What do I do with that information? Yeah. What do I do? Like. Where's the track record? Where, where, where's the, the record of this conversation? No, I need you to sit my, sit my ass down and I need you to give me some advice. I need you to give me some a full breakdown and proof. Show me the receipt as to why <laughs> I need you A, think, B, C, D no, listen, of that receipt. <laughs> listen, I need to see it all. Point one, point two, I, I, two, well, I don't care. I need to see all of it. I need to understand why you seem to feel that I am not performing to the, to the standard that you feel is, mm. is appropriate, right? What have I not done? I want to see that too. Like, what were your expectations? And did you communicate that before to me? Was I aware of the expectations or am I going off of what I think is what you want? You know? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just not, I'm not there for people who want to do, you know, like, oh, I'm going to give you as little information as possible. And then you're going to have to assume everything. And then I'm going to basically say that you're wrong because I mean, why didn't you, you know, why didn't you get more information? Well, you didn't give it to me, bitch. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, nah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So yeah, so my advice would be to basically go OTT on leaving a kind of breadcrumb trail yeah. of like everything that you're doing. Make sure that, that that your manager has full visibility of everything, right? That means that mm -hmm. if there are any issues, they should have picked it up. Yeah. They should have picked You're giving them an opportunity to manage you. Sometimes you have to manage your manager and mm -hmm. you have to basically usher them to be like, actually, this is what you should be doing. Let them manage you. Mm. Give them full visibility of everything. Obviously, if you're slacking, sorry about it. You're I feel like get I'm getting into advice myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, the but, CEO but, is getting advice, guys. <laughs> actually, colleagues. Sorry, colleagues. <laughs> hey, you're never too big to learn, guys. Oh, okay? well, I like it. I like you're never it. too successful to learn a new thing. But no, but, but, but the reality is, yeah, you need to protect yourself. Yeah. Yes, and protecting yourself is very key. Very key in the workplace. Don't be afraid to say these are the things I'm doing. This is the reason why I'm going to be here late tonight. And I would even send your manager an email when you're leaving the office to just be like, "Oh yeah, oh I just wanted to check that you're okay with me doing X, Y, Z, even if it's something silly that you know that you don't need their approval, just so they can see that you left the office at 8 p.m. My friend, there's times where I send emails to be like, "Yeah, bitches, I'm still working at 10 p.m. Right? <laughs> because you motherfuckers didn't do your job. Yes. So now I'm doing more work. Right? So yeah. So sometimes you you you've just got to show them, leave that breadcrumb trail, so so your manager can actively manage you. If you are staying late every single night, I'm sorry, something your work you're either getting too much work or other people are not pulling their weight. Yeah. Either way, it's not sustainable. <laughs> it's probably other people are not pulling their, pulling their weight. Probably, probably, a, probably a, bit, a bit of both, to be honest. But the reality is, is that it's not sustainable. And eventually it's going to start to take a toll on your, your mental health, your physical health. You're going to mm. get sick all the time, you know. And then they're going to start throwing, you know, throwing in your face. Oh, you're having a, you're a few absences, aren't you? <laughs> oh, gosh, you know, because we've got these when deadlines. that voice, it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but no, but that's, but that's the reality. You need to protect yourself. Like, so first and foremost, you know, like have a breather write out those emails and just say right this is what I'm doing think about all the things you are doing um and to be honest when you write it down you're probably going to be really shocked at how much you are churning out yeah um and it's, it's going to get you a little bit frustrated but your manager also needs to see these things as well so like, they can't turn around and say you're not working <laughs> this is it and if they do that's when you say okay well what what is it that you feel that I'm supposed to do let them get that to you in writing 
Mm. None of this verbal. And if they do it verbally, you then do a summary of that and send it to them and say, oh, following our meet, our, 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 you know, our meeting, you know, this is my understanding of what we discussed. <laughs> Please confirm that I'm correct here. You know, you need to put it back on them because you need to make sure that no one can turn around and say you never asked or you never did this. And again, all this advice I'm giving you is 10 times more work than anybody else who is not black would need to do. So again, yes. I'm just, I'm just essentially cementing that whole working twice as hard. You're having to do so much extra things, so many extra things just to justify the fact that you're working. It's, it's ridiculously exhausting. And I'm so sorry for it you. It is exhausting. You know, you're not alone. Like there are a lot of things that, yeah, that people have to, that people have to kind of do and, and make up cope for with. and so on and cope with. Yeah. Um, but we also don't want you, you know, out here hungry in these streets. So, mm-hmm. Yes, keep you know, your job, please. please keep, keep your job. Keep unless your unless job. it's really bad, then in which case, yeah. hand in your notice, find yourself an amazing job, like, you mm-hmm. know, with people who are not as bad. They may and have appreciate bad you because it sounds like you're not appreciated to, from it. what I gather from the email quickly. This is it. But, um, but yes, colleagues, please send in your, you know, your kind of BCC um, workplace scenarios. Like we'd love to hear from you guys and we'd love to kind of give you advice if possible, or at least just kind of explain how we'd navigate those situations. Like I think first, at least, you know, the, 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 the the minimum you'll get out of it is knowing that you're not alone and we probably had to deal with that shit too. Yeah. I deal with a lot of shit. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't, don't be shy. So we've come to the end of the podcast. So sad. So sad. <laughs> Are you really sad? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. So colleagues, we've come to the end. Make sure you're following us on the socials, on Twitter at Kind Regards Pod. Kind Regards Pod. Yes. On Instagram, Kind Regards Pod. Kind Regards Pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> you're throwing me off track. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, Kind Regards Pod. Oh, you didn't do it this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being good. And make sure you subscribe and like, leave comments. You can also email us at kindregardspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so, yeah, keep up with us on the socials. Yep. Send in your BCC emails. Definitely. We'd love Let to hear from you. Let us know what you think of the podcast, too. Yeah. If there's something you want to discuss on the podcast, if we haven't covered something yet that you want us to discuss soon, we may even have it in the pipeline, but you never know. You never yeah. know, you know, just, yeah. And then when you're kind of interacting with us on the socials, just do like hashtag kind regards pod. Yes, the hashtag. Wonderful. Yeah, use it, engage with us. We'd really, really love to hear from you guys. But um, but that's about it from us. Right yeah, now, guys. that's it. See you episode three. <laughs> Signing off now, guys. Kind, kind regards. regards.